Isaiah chapter 54. Sing, O barren one who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor, for the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and will people the desolate cities. Fear not, you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced, for you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood you will remember no more. For your maker is your husband. The Lord Yahweh of hosts is his name. And the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. The God of the whole earth, he is called. For the, whole, for the Lord has called you like a wife deserted and grieved in spirit, like a wife of youth when she is cast off, says your God. For a brief moment, I deserted you. But with great, great compassion, I will gather you. In overflowing anger for a moment, I hid my face from you. But with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is like the days of Noah to me, as I swore that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you, and will not rebuke you. For the mountains may depart, the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you, and my covenant Mm. of peace shall not be removed, Mm. says the Mm. Lord, who has compassion on you. O afflicted one, storm-tossed and not comforted, behold, I will set your stones in antinomy and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of a gate, your gates of carbuncles, and all your wall of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. If anyone stirs up strife, it is not from me. Whoever stirs up strife with you shall fall because of you. Behold, I have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. I've also created the ravager to destroy. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Gosh, another, I mean, Isaiah 53, 54, and 55 Mm -hmm. is truly, uh, you know, like if I was being sent to a desert island and could pull like three pages out of my Bible, Mm -hmm. these might be the ones. Um, It's so, I mean, it has, it's so amazing, like the movements. Absolutely. Like the triumph that this part kind of has. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, It starts with the word sing, you know, Mm -hmm. this combination. Yeah. Sing, run on. And uh, so absolutely, like you get to the end of Isaiah 53 and, you know, it's like your heart is just exploding with, the gospel with good news. And, you know, I love that my instinct and Isaiah's instinct and the instinct of the Lord and, you know, speaking through this is, 
there's only one response to all that, which is sing. Mm-hmm. And then he gets into what kind of salvation this is, which uh, just in a word is a irrevocable salvation. It's an everlasting salvation. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, Isaiah 54, so good. We have a little shout out to Noah here, verses nine and What's 10. What's up, Noah? What's up, Noah? Haven't seen you in a little while, but here, here he is. Um, and this is actually, this kind of section of verses was really powerful me powerful for me in a time where I did not feel secure in my salvation mm. at all. Yeah. And I'd kind of drifted into that uh understanding of the gospel where it was like God did his part now it's up to me to do mine. Mm-hmm. And so it's like God plus me equals mm-hmm. the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh which is by God's grace not true. Not good news. And uh and so the promise here in Isaiah 54 is that the shalom, the peace, uh, the joy, the safety and security that God is bringing through this servant is so irreplaceable and irrevocable that it, it is as sure as his promise to Noah that he's not going to flood the earth with mm. water. Mm. And I, I love that, you know, when when God kind of creates that promise with Noah, it seems a little interesting, like he's not going to flood the earth with water again. That seems like a strange promise. Mm-hmm. And I love, I really think that God was setting up like that instance with Noah was a setup for uh, this whole biblical narrative yeah, to so unfold. And for that to really be a foreshadowing of the the promise that's in Jesus, the, mm-hmm. the covenant of peace that he's made with us. Yeah. So Jeremy, what are your thoughts on uh, Isaiah 54? What, what strikes you? Well, Let's keep hanging out with Noah for a second. Okay. Because th- that story is amazing. And one of the, you know, one of the things that Genesis six, you know, says um, about like, you know, kind of at the beginning of it, like God's reasoning for flooding it the first time, you know, is that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, you know, real bad. Yeah. Um, and the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him to his heart. And so I just, I like to remember that that was kind of like the state of man in that moment. Mm-hmm. And yet like, and and we see that even after God did this amazing thing and saved you know, Noah's family, like they didn't like all of a sudden live perfectly. Like mm-hmm. they didn't obey him perfectly. There was like the heart of man was still wicked. It actually even says that. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, it's amazing just to remember kind of the state of humanity still. And yet to see that God is going to not be angry with you. Mm-hmm. Like that he is, even though he totally is justified in that, mm-hmm. that he is choosing, he is swearing that he will not. And we see how he works that out through like Isaiah 53. Mm-hmm. Like this is what he does to, bring us into relationship with him. But I just think it's really helpful to remember like how, how are we? Mm. <laughs> and, and yet, and, and that just helps us meditate on how great God's love is for us in that he wouldn't be angry with us any longer. Mm-hmm. This justified anger mm. um, against wickedness, you know? And mm. so it's, it's so good. Um, and then, like I said, kind of before, I think verse 17, I mean, to me, when I read this, I kind of wish I had, read this verse in particular more often. And there is like a, there actually part of it is talked about a lot. You know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. It's, it's said a lot. It's well known. Um, 
But the end of it is really helpful. Like this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. So like that whole like verse is so helpful because it talks about like who justifies you, Mm. like who vindicates your life. It's God. God vindicates your life. Again, remember our hearts are wicked Mm -hmm. continually, (laughs) always. Right. And so we can't vindicate ourselves. We, we, we just don't think the way that we, Mm -hmm. we would want to, we don't act the way that we want to, but God vindicates us. And then it also calls us to this like familial kind of relational thing as well, this heritage. Mm. So I don't know, when I read that, I just want to say like, hey, are you like part of the heritage of the Lord? Mm. Are you like leaning into his family? Um, Is there a reason that you're not? Because like the triumph is so great (laughs) and Mm. the state that we're in is so not good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, There is no God plus will or god plus jeremy equals good news like absolutely god plus anybody else is not good news absolutely um, but he's here he's given vindication and he's inviting you into the heritage and yeah. so i would just say like be a part of that yeah <laughs> it's absolutely. so good absolutely you know just scanning kind of through this passage i i'm kind of breaking it into three themes that i see so the beginning there's this image of this this desolate woman you know kind of like this this homeless widow who the Lord is saying, you're going to need a bigger tent is really what he's saying. He's, you know, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out the curtains, strengthen the stakes, lengthen your cords. You're going to need a bigger tent because of this family that I'm about to give you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like giving a woman a family and offspring is, is this sign of prosperity mm-hmm. and fruitfulness. Yeah. And so I, I would say like, there's this unexpected prosperity and then it moves in, and there's this whole, you know, the Lord is your husband uh, imagery, this restored, strengthened family. And then uh, there's this days of Noah kind of image and the the inescapable compassion yeah. of God. Mm-hmm. And so, so far, you know, and I don't have this like jotted out. I'm just kind of looking at it, but mm-hmm. we have prosperity and then you know, basically we have like right standing or, you know, a clean slate justification, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call that. And then it moves into this city imagery mm-hmm. and it kind of lands, you know, verse 17, no weapon that's formed against you shall succeed. God talks about, he's going to build back up the city with all these amazing mm-hmm. uh, stones. And it's going to be this beautiful shining city with sapphire mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, carbuncles and, a gate, whatever a gate is. Um, Sounds or great. as you great. said, the, the first time we went through agate, <laughs> the Hispanic. Uh, <laughs> That's the, yeah, the Spanish translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, so the the last kind of theme is like security, yeah. safety. Uh, that uh, He says oppression and terror shall be far from you mm-hmm. uh, and not even able to approach you. And this is the amazing thing about this covenant of peace that encapsulates all this prosperity, this right standing, this safety, is that it's in response to, we're coming off of Isaiah 53. And so, you know, the Lord has been really addressing the sin and idolatry of Israel throughout Isaiah so far. But what's important, and there's a lot of cause towards repentance, towards right conduct and all this, but this covenant of peace is not coming on the heels of, you know, and then Israel will be doing everything right. You'll cut down all the idols. You'll be, you know, worshiping the Lord rightly. 
then sing Uber and one blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and now everything, there's this covenant of peace, but actually in the face of the failure of God's people, where everyone has turned and gone astray like sheep, mm-hmm. when people have rebelled against God and crushed his servant through the righteous acts of that servant alone, through Isaiah 53, that suffering servant who is buried in death and yet rises mm-hmm. and is given a portion that he divides among the nations mm-hmm. and you know he intercedes for transgressors. Because of that, there's prosperity, there's right standing, there's safety. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to understand that this covenant of peace that we're called into mm-hmm. where we're promised you know, this prosperity, not in like a cheap earthly sense, but all the riches of heaven type prosperity mm-hmm. where, you know, God is swearing by himself that he will no more be angry with you mm-hmm. according to, you know, your record of rights and wrongs. Mm-hmm. And then this safety that you have, it is completely, you know, contingent upon the righteousness of the suffering servant mm-hmm. and you benefit from that. Mm-hmm. And that is why verses nine and 10 just crushed me in a beautiful way. You know, verse 10, the mountains may depart, the hills be removed. All these things that look so sure and so steady and so unchanging, even that might change. But my steadfast love shall not depart from you. Mm. And my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Mm-hmm. And we can rest in that, knowing that that this is like the days of Noah. Like God takes this as seriously as he takes his covenant with Noah mm-hmm. because of the suffering servant. And so we can stand fully and firmly on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say, maybe we should end where you started us, like, you know, sing. Sing. So we're gonna sing a song. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I do think open your like, hymnals. <laughs> I do think like what is a great way to like walk away from this? Um, you know, sing, O barren one. And so singing is so helpful. Maybe you know, I'm basically saying go to church, uh, because singing is so helpful because it just helps these truths get solidified. Mm-hmm. Like it's why we sing these things mm-hmm. on Sunday. It's it's so good to remember all of this. Like everything that you said. Like the right ordering of it all. Like. It's not because of everything I've done that gets me all this fullness. It's actually like, oh, I need to remember that I'm a barren one. Like mm. I actually am empty. Yeah. I don't bring anything. I'm not fruitful like I should be. But God promises to fill me mm. um, with all of this, all these riches of heaven, like you said. And he's bringing heaven to earth. He's, he's I mean, he's giving us a heritage, right? The heritage of the Lord. And so we should sing. Sing because we should rejoice in this. I mean, what, what great thing to celebrate. Totally. But we should also sing to remember. Yeah, man. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited for Sunday. Come on. You Come should on. be too. You should be too. Yeah. Well, we'll see you on Sunday, but even before then, I don't know what day this is airing, but <laughs> assuming that tomorrow is not Sunday, <laughs> before we see you on Sunday, we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at Christcovenant.com. 
www.thepowerofprayer.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.